And we're live, pal. Welcome back to this special Christmas episode. Um, and you know, it wouldn't be Christmas if we didn't talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is technically a Christmas movie. Because Honestly, everyone saw it at Christmas. Any film that comes out in December is a Christmas movie. I don't care what the subject is. If it comes out in December, it's a Christmas film. If it's set at Christmas, it's a Christmas film. That's it. Bruce That's, Willis. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't th- he doesn't like to say Die Hard is a Christmas film. It's 100% is, a Christmas film. He is wrong. He is wrong. Side note, both Marvel and the the Wachowski no Wachowski who's who does the Matrix anyway point Linda, is why are, Lisa Which why are they releasing the Matrix on the twenty second no one's going to see no but also Matrix four really we had three with the Jesus in imagery and the Trinity and there was someone in it called Trinity <laughs> and now we've just gone anyone want to watch another Matrix film no one puts the hand up. I don't think I'm going to pay like 15 quid to go and watch it the everyman. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. But that and that's why we're not talking about that film. Yeah. We Speaking have... of everyman, what about <laughs> that film with every Spider-Man? Whoa, spoiler. No, but this will be spoiler heavy for Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Sorry if you are an idiot and you didn't realize <laughs> that there were several Peter Parkers in this film. Well, yeah, that's that's the other thing. Just imagine if they didn't <laughs> mm. can I tell you how, how wrong I was because I, for those who don't know Sam Raimi the director of the original Spider-Man trilogy is directing the Doctor Strange film which I think is the next MCU film um, yeah. Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness so in my mind and also because I knew they were trying to fit so much into this Spider-Man film in my mind, I had convinced myself that this would be, you know, a Spider-Man film with all the villains coming over. And then right at the end, uh, Garfield and Maguire would appear, but then the film would end. And then we'd get the actual part two. With the, the Doctor Strange movie would be part two. And we'd get the actual the three Spider-Men doing three Spider-Man stuff. Mm. But instead, <laughs> they fit everything into this movie and you know what it didn't feel that long I don't think I mean it felt shorter than Spider-Man 3 (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there was no fucking weird like overconfident Tobey Maguire sequence that didn't make any sense yes you're right it was lacking something but still (laughs) it was a very good movie um I I loved it I thought it was fantastic it was. It, I think it had everything. It hit all the right beats. It had uh, Toby Maguire. I mean, you know, that's that's all I really needed. Um, yeah. And it's ju- they were just so adorable. You know, they, I feel like there was a, there was a lot of fan service, but at the same time, like, you know, it's the fans that are watching it. So yeah. Marvel say- are going to get people to go anyway. At this point, Marvel is just fan service for people who are obsessed with Marvel movies. Which um, is fine. Yeah, it is fine. People and like it. it. People and it are made happy. it made for a good film this time. I agree. You know, I got what was going on the whole time, and I reckon I could have even got away with not watching the previous Spider-Man film and still had a clue as to what was going on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I I was not. I think I only saw Spider-Man. 
Far From Home, I think. I mean, I don't I, like the that, titles. Wait, <laughs> wait, yeah, they're all near or far or close to or not. Yeah, near far, wherever you are from home. Um, <laughs> the last one with Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal Mysterio. Yeah. Um, Which I, was, I, he was great, by the way. I don't know whether great. you've seen it. He was. Oh, I love well, Jake Gyllenhaal. Have, I, have I mentioned this? Do, have I, do people know I like Donnie Darko and, <laughs> and Nightcrawler? Is Donnie Darko thing? is great. Have you seen? I've Nightcrawler. I've not seen, but it is on my list. Is it? Good? Oh, it's it's class. It is so good. It's right. definitely worth watching. I, I think it's on Netflix right now. I might watch it. I'll yeah, try and watch it tonight. it's so sick. Good. And again, Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic. Excellent. Well, yeah. Well, but the the reason I bring that up is because yeah, I love. I, I mean, I love the Mysterio, the character Mysterio, and I love Jake Gyllenhaal. But for whatever reason, I just never. I not. I didn't see that film when it came out. Probably because we were both in the middle of studying or whatever. Yeah. Um. I didn't see it when it came out, and I sort of had no intention of seeing it before this new one. But a couple of months ago, it was just on Sky or something. Yeah. And I, and I did catch it. And I'm glad I did because yeah, he was great in it, and we had J.K. Simmons reprising the role of J. Jonah Jameson. I mean, what 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 else could they? Who else could they? It cast? was beautiful. Nobody. It was beautiful. Honestly, I think I think he he might be the best one yet. And the fact that he's like intimidate intimidating imitating. God, I've had two <laughs> pints at lunch, everyone. So just yeah, right. it's also there's only time. there's only so much that editors can do. Okay. <laughs> Um, Take note of that, he editors, was, aka he, me. He was, imi- <laughs> he was imitating Alex Jones, which yeah, was <laughs> fucking gr- I was just expecting him to just turn around and go, the water's turned out, the freaking spider's gay! <laughs> or something like that. But um, he didn't, uh, which I suppose is a spoiler that he didn't do that. But um, yeah. Fantastic. Um, he just- was... Yeah, well, speaking of the Fantastic Four, where were they? Where were they? You and know? where were the X-Men? And where was, Sp- where was Honestly, Jessica Jones? I where was, was the Defenders? <laughs> we, we can talk about end credit scenes later, but I was just hoping that it would be fucking Patrick Stewart in a wheelchair going, where am I? What's going on? <laughs> well, speaking of, did I don't know if you've watched the Marvel Netflix series. No, well, this is the thing, like, the, the very... F- the Right, so maybe we talk about end credit scenes now before, like the rest of the movie well well before that literally five minutes in um charlie cox's daredevil shows up yeah so i have seen is, daredevil because okay. that was on netflix rather than disney plus yeah okay. and i so, thought that so, was fucking brilliant because that was like five minutes in so everyone was like shit this is this is real this is the real crossover movie if, if daredevil <laughs> is in it and um Spoiler alert for anyone for the Hawkeye series, which I am not watching, but I'm aware Kingpin has now shown up in that. Oh, mad! Yeah, so I might watch it honestly, because um, you know it, Kingpin it is, was fucking class. As in, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin. Yeah, he, he's reprised his role just as Charlie Cox has uh, reprised his role as Daredevil. But the fact that that came so soon—that's when everyone was like, "Oh shit, this is this is real. This is happening," and all the Spider Men are going to show up. Mm-hmm. Else, what are they doing? Um, so yeah, I was I was I was very hyped when that happened. Well, that was the funny thing for me is like I was like, they've shown us already that there's going to be like the Remy universe and Andrew Garfield Spider Man, and they've shown us that in the trailer, right? They've got the yeah. the lizard boy, the the Sandman, <laughs> Doctor Too Many Arms, 
Electro Jamie and the Octopus, <laughs> and and then I, I it caught me completely by surprise when it was just like, yeah, you're gonna eat, hi hi Mr Murdoch, <laughs> hi. I was like, jeez. I mean, I don't like. I I went with my brother, and as I'm sure you're aware. I fucking hate watching movies unless I'm on my own. <laughs> so the cinema has sort of become a terrible place for me because all you hear is crinkle, crinkle, and it it piss it pisses me off a lot. Like I think snacks should be banned in cinema. Unpopular opinion, but I don't care. It should I be banned agree. in cinemas. Um, or you should be forced to consume them all before the film starts. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you, I do, do anyway. It, do, do what a normal person does and eat them in the adverts, please. Um, but yeah, it's when people are fucking unpacking a roast chicken halfway through, and you're like, "What the fuck is going? Like, just go fuck off." Anyway, um, so I literally turned to my brother with like wide eyes and a big smile, remembering <laughs> that we're in pitch dark and yeah. that it's, there's other people here. I can't say anything, but when when he appeared, I was like, "This is great, Daredevil season four, please." But also, if they did that, it would mean that I'd probably have to get a Disney Plus pass and watch that. Because yeah. that's the other thing. I sort of fell out of love with these Marvel superhero films and I only really care about this one because Tobey Maguire Absolutely. is in and, it, to be honest. And I feel a lot of people feel this. I feel so many people, myself included, were burnt out after Endgame. Mm. And, I mean, I was saying this uh, to someone the other day, literally the pandemic came as sort of a bit of a, a relief in that sense. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's like, oh, Thank it's good. Fuck. I don't have to buy my Marvel tickets for six months' time <laughs> when that new movie comes out that I, for a superhero I've never heard of that I don't care about, but Nick Fury's in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so from my point of view, I haven't seen any anything like Hawkeye or uh, WandaVision or um, there was the, what's the other one? I the, swear uh, there's another one. Uh, Loki. Uh, Loki, yeah. and there's also or, the Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Falcon Soldier. and the Winter Soldier. He People love that gives one. A f- do they? <laughs> is it really? Well, Bucky, Bucky is my favourite MCU character, but I don't know if he's actually in that much, despite it being named mm. after him. <laughs> yeah, it's more well, about like the new Captain America. I just want to know when Chris Evans is going to come back as the f- the Human Torch. To be honest, <laughs> because he's and dead I'm as sad Captain it wasn't America in now. This film. Honestly, I was when when they had that little outline of all the people who were coming through from the other universes, and you saw the guy in the rhino suit, and I think you saw the vulture bloke. I was like, "Where's Chris Evans as the Human Torch? Where is he?" Yeah, I agree. Um, and obviously, I saw the Invisible Woman as well. She's very difficult to make out because you know she's <laughs> <job>. invisible. <laughs> so, where do you want to start with this film in terms of stuff that's gone on? Right, was, am I? Go. If, if it's alright with you I've just I didn't make notes during the film because I was watching mm. the film but this morning I've just put together some notes but no doubt I've lo- I've left out some stuff but I mean it's all talking points so I'm just going to read these verbatim okay um, Otto looks great doesn't he just yeah I think the de-aging doesn't always look great. I think his eyebrows are a bit too bushy. But other than that, (laughs) he looks fantastic. I like his new sunglasses. I like... I didn't love the CGI arms, but I thought for the most... That's only because I love the the behind-the-scenes for Spider-Man 2, where it's Mm -hmm. like four people on each arm, and it's a massive rig to get these arms moving, and they look amazing. So the fact that it was now done with CGI is like, eh... 
you know but for i thought for the most part that they they looked great and his scenes looked great and i i'd agree i i thought his character arc was absolutely beautiful yeah um and i thought melina did a great job um which i mean which he fucking did in the first spider-man yeah, film he know? did he did so, 17 years ago and he has yeah. again fucking hell 17 uh, years well it was 2004 so oh does that my add up God. yeah 17 years so I would have been what five years old yeah me too Christ and I would just watch it on v- VHS tape over and wow. over again <laughs> see I've got the Thunderbirds on VHS in the attic I think I, I do as well don't have a VHS player <laughs> the anyway enough of... about puppets <laughs> <laughs> they, they freaked me out when I was a kid. I was scared of the Thunderbirds. I mean, I was I I thought the Thunderbirds were fine, and then I got showed the Muppet Show, and that's what <laughs> fucked me up. That's why I am the way I am. Well, I was alright with the Muppets, but then I watched Labyrinth. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> uh, right, but yeah, I thought he. I I was I was concerned about going in because uh, in the trailers he's. You know, he's initially. You can see he's initially villain, and then he starts to help them. But as as I'm sure everyone remembers, at the end of Spider-Man Two, he took back control of his mm-hmm. arms, and he was good. So it was weird. I was wondering how they're going to explain why is he evil in this one. But I would say yeah. for for the most part, they explained everything that happened in this movie pretty well. Yeah. I don't know why Sandman was there. He didn't <laughs> die fighting Spider-Man. But, no, but that maybe he just came through anyway. Because because even though they were like they they all die fighting Spider Man. Well, it's like is that just their is that just are you just categorizing them or is that their reason for being here? Yeah, well, I genuinely I think that that logic was flawed in the film and makes sense from like a if it were to happen in real life, they would also come to that conclusion and it makes sense because people are stupid. But yeah. I feel like. Th- that Doc Ock that we see isn't the one that we saw in the Remy films, if that makes sense. Like, because there's right. an infinite number of them. Yeah. Okay. Because the one that we saw in the Remy films didn't disappear just before he was about to die. No. Yeah. You're right. So. So, so it's, it's not. not so the it's a parallel. Doc Ock. He's it's a, a parallel. He's from Doc a parallel Ock. universe where that exact same fate yeah. befell him, but he's been ripped from that. Mm. In this exactly. Movie. Yeah. And do you know what I'm actually a little bit disappointed about? When so you know when when, when Jamie Fox is like, oh, I'm just a normal guy now, and then Andrew Garfield takes his mask off and he's like, damn, you know. <laughs> I thought yeah, I thought you'd be black. I thought yeah. you'd be black, you know. You're from Queens, you help poor people. Um, I was just like, is this, That's sorry, is this a Jamie great. Fox accent? Well, I, I don't know. It's an American, right? It's clearly okay, not. Ja- if I was trying to be Jamie Fox, it'd sound a lot. It'd be cooler, a lot more but, racist. But yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Jamie Foxx is probably the coolest person, like, ever. I mean, second only to Donald Glover, right? This is my problem. I thought he was... Well, I thought he was too cool in this film, but just based on what he was before. And maybe it's not fair to base it on what he was before. But he was... I mean, I thought Maguire was playing it cool. Jamie Foxx was playing it far too cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that Toby wasn't as autistic as he used to be. Yeah. Um, but also, it's nice just to hit. It feels because he looks older, so I feel like it's an older Spider-Man. So he's this been is, in that universe for a long time. I thought he looked quite weird. 
Yeah, he I did. don't know but if that might he just was be the de-aged. <laughs> I don't know if he was de-aged as well. I did look it up after, and it's and oh, I mean, Wikipedia said he wasn't, but you know, he, yeah. who knows? But I thought he looked. He looks really strange. And yeah, I, but I mean, that's what being Spider-Man does for you. I you guess know, Tom so. Holland's gonna look like a fucking smack addict in ten years' time. You just wait. Okay, well there you have it. And that's when he'll win his Oscar. It annoys me that they didn't use the opportunity to introduce a Miles Morales or a Spider-Man that isn't Peter Parker because those Spider-Men will know Peter Parker in their universe. Why Why does it have to be just those two people specifically and no other Spider-Men? Or yeah, no, like I, anyway. I, I agree. In theory, there's lots more Spider-Men. Yeah, but it was a great opportunity. Only, I mean, and they would have presumably more would have come through if Ned mm-hmm. kept opening portals, but he didn't. He stopped it too. So you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, it was like find Peter Parker why didn't they go oh the first one's failed find Spider-Man and then it's Miles Morales and then they go find Peter Parker because it's like <laughs> well this isn't Peter Parker and then it's Toby I don't know anyway maybe I mean obviously there's a lot going on already so probably it yeah yeah but, it. but I mean they, they will introduce a Miles Morales in the MCU fucking hope so I mean I think it, it was in Better Homecoming Jamie Fox's son <laughs> well in Homecoming Donald Glover was related he said he had like a cousin or something that's oh, that probably going to be Miles Morales but it's not going to be, be Donald so Glover sick. himself yeah um, or maybe it will make me there just because honestly mm. in the name of fan service they will just disregard any previous continuity <laughs> and, <laughs> and this is what I was saying like it's so great that J.K. Simmons was brought back as J. Jonah Jameson even though it doesn't T- technically make what, any sense make sense for continuity <laughs> but that's just was in the name of fan service but now they've done this film in the name of fan service where in theory mm. we, he could have been brought back you know we could have seen uh, J.K. Simmons J. Jonah Jameson as brought back you know coming through portals or whatever but the mm. fact that they've already brought him back as the MCU J. J. <laughs> Jonah Jameson means we we they now are in a pickle now where they're like uh like if if Tobey Maguire Spider Man would have seen Tom Holland's J Jonah Jameson, he'd be like, "Oh, hey, hang on a minute, that one looks like mine." But at the same time, if there's infinite numbers of all of them, surely there's an infinite that look like Tom Holland, an infinite amount that look like J Jonah Jameson's as you know J.K. Yeah, Simmons. Yeah. So in a in a sense, we're quite lucky that we got one of the many infinite that don't look like Tom Holland or that. You know, yeah, yeah. that Andrew Garfield recognised, um, like Lizard Man. I hate to say it, he did fuck all. <laughs> he 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 did nothing during the film. Yeah, right. That's Rice, it. What's his name? Rice. I don't, Ethan, I don't even know. I think. I think Rice Ethan, something like that. Yeah, weird, he was the only thing. one that didn't really do anything. He was just like, I'm just a British dinosaur lizard. That's it. <laughs> right. Cool. Isn't it funny that I can talk? Yes. even though I look like this yeah well yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. hmm what does that say about the state of animal agriculture mm, uh, fun, anyway fun to think about, and I'm sure that's a point they were trying to make yes well that's why Jake Gyllenhaal came in in his blazer <laughs> and shorts 
started prancing about. Anyway, oh, that's great. a reference to a completely different film that no that, one needs that to talk is about. It's probably not even in the same universe, but honestly might be, because I one day they want to do a crossover. Yeah, Tilda Swinton's character in that, the second evil, is definitely a Marvel supervillain. Yeah, well, there you have it, folks. Where the villain is capitalism. Hey! hey. Right, so... Uh, what what else what else is there? Humor. What I would say is, if you've watched most of the Marvel films, like I have, not all of them. I haven't seen like Thor two. All right, so just leave me I alone. I have seen Thor two. It was wow. fucking dreadful. Hasn't got Christopher Eccleston in it. Um, I can't remember. I definitely didn't watch it when I was like over fifteen. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I haven't seen most of the Marvel films, but I think most people would agree. In the majority of the Marvel films, the humor there's at least a handful of jokes in each film that make you go, "Ugh, come on, mm-hmm. that's just cringy. That's no good." But what I would say recently, and I do mean very recently, like I think I watched I watched um, Shang Chi and Legend of Ten Rings. I haven't seen that. I thought the humor in that was very good. Yeah, there's only like one joke or maybe two where I went, "Oh, come on, that's just." that's two on the nose or whatever whatever <laughs> and I'd say the same for this film I'd say mm. there's it was all pretty great I'm something of a scientist myself <laughs> coming back I thought was great I loved it yeah. as, as, as that you, was very funny I thought most of the the com- the back and forth between the three Spider-Men was mostly great um, yeah I think as I say there was only like one cringy joke for me it was maybe like I think it was like Tom Holland going, oh, does does Webb come out of anywhere else? Like, ah, yeah. shut up, child. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. I feel like it was, it just felt more natural. It felt like what you would expect yeah. Spider-Man to talk and about. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know, but I feel like maybe if, it's totally possible that they could have just had Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland just put them together and said, you know, just, just, riff a bit yeah. yeah and I totally believe some of they probably did and mm. some of it probably made it in mm. which is great yeah I mean I, you'd, you'd like to think so um, I don't they know were, they had they had fantastic on screen chemistry yeah what I've what I've written here is they're all dorks but Garfield is the biggest dork <laughs> well I don't know I feel like Garfield is like the cool one I thought he was the cool one in his movies but I yeah. thought here, confronted by two others, <laughs> that he was, was like, to be fair. "Oh my!" But, and and which is fair enough because, as as he says, he's had like everything taken away from him in his life, um, and but now he has like these two amazing friends, and he's like, "Oh my god, guys! I just want to be with you." And I, and yeah. at one point he goes, "I love you," and they both go, "Thank uh, you." Yeah, cheers. Thought <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah, that was great. And to be fair, I did, I did really like it. Where it's like, who's like the baddest guy? Well, I thought there's like alien from space, this like black goo, and it's like, whoa! Well, I went into space and fought like a purple guy. It's like I just, you know, dust about with a Russian in a rhino costume. Paul Giamatti in a big mech armor. <laughs> oh, okay. Which um, doesn't make any sense because surely Jamie Foxx is the most powerful villain that he came against rather than the well, fucking rhino in the... Anyway. Again, I don't remember much of that Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie, but I feel like they never had him be... Did they have him, like, turn into pure energy like he does in he this was movie? Ba- well, yeah, that was how he defeated him. Oh, okay. 
Because okay. that's that's when he's like, yeah, I was I was in a power grid. I was gonna. Oh shit. I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was also really good when him and Sandman are talking. It's like, yeah, I fell into a, 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 high, I had a collider. It's like, yeah, I fell into a, a vat of electric eels. It's like, oh, they should probably fall. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they should like, I thought they were going to say something like, oh yeah, they should put some guardrails up or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier than watch where you fall. Yeah. Like fucking, well, obviously I was trying to do that. No one uh, wants to fall anyway. You can't watch where you fall. That's what falling is. But anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, for the most part, I thought I thought the chemistry between literally every character in any scene where it was just two of them together, you know, was was pretty great. Mm-hmm. My um, question is, what happens to Spider-Man now? Because no one knows who he is. So this is the weird bit. Spider-Man got recruited to the Avengers. Yeah, but nobody knows he's Peter Parker. Yeah, so but the but the way Tony, I mean, going back to Civil War, the way Tony Stark was able to find him was because he knew who Peter Parker was. Yeah, and then he figured it out from that. So yeah, it's very strange. I don't like to think about it. <laughs> I'm mm. still hung up on you know why was Sandman there? So I, I, I yeah. don't want to pick out pick apart anything else. Again, I thought for the most part they did a very good job of trying to explain everything that's happening in this manic film <laughs> yeah and to be fair I feel like instead of Sandman they could have introduced a new villain so why is it all villains that we've already seen from other universe why couldn't it be like here's one from a mad universe which we haven't well, put on screen yet yeah I that would have been that would have been great yeah I but mean, uh, there, dare I say dare I say and that, there was wait for this on. wait for this is this on is this on <laughs> Marvel lack ambition. I said it. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, I don't know. Spider-Man has maybe the best, like the most diverse rogues gallery in all of comics. Mm. And as as in like, yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds, but at le- like at least half of them are good. Whereas mm. that's not the case for most, <laughs> yeah. most well, heroes. Do you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see um, Ed, Ed. Oh, what's his fucking name? The, the new sparkly Batman. Oh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I'd Rob love to Bat, see Batman. Bat. Yes, <laughs> Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I'd love to see him fall through a portal where it's just Christian Bale and fucking. <laughs> Michael um, Keaton Michael Ben, Affleck, Keaton, ben Affleck and they're just there and they just all have a fight and then Daniel Craig's James Bond comes in and kills them all because he would he's a murderer and he doesn't care about anyone he wouldn't he, like in Batman's mind he uses you know a, a fear you know intimidation and the fact that he's dressed like a massive bat to spook people out and like in his mind, if a normal man wearing a suit came through a door, he'd be shocked for a minute, and that would give Batman enough time to do whatever he wants to do. Not with Daniel Craig, James Bond. He'd walk through the door, and he's already pointing a gun mm-hmm. at anyone who might be through the door because <laughs> yeah. he's a murderer. Yeah, he'd he's also a come out with, with some incredible quip like, "There's no time to fly, Batman." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm having bat soup tonight. <laughs> And then he and then he and then he turns to the poor woman he's kidnapped and like get it because I killed that man dressed like a bat. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I have written here. 
Toby looks weird because I thought he did look weird. Mm, but, I'd know, agree. I feel like it's the years of celebrity that have done that to him, though. And, and you know, fair enough. I didn't know if it was anything to do with the digital de-aging, but I thought, as I said, I thought for Otto, for, for Alfred Molina, it looked it worked quite well. So I, mm. I, I don't know why. But yeah. But it it's like probably... like you say, it was 17 years ago, and yeah. Toby Maguire was like 30 when but he that, played but that's 18 the thing. year I don't think he, well, That's the thing. He looked too old then, but I don't think he now looks so much older I think I he looks about the same as he did for those films yeah. he just looks I think a bit he, weirder he looks, and thinner he looks, like, he looks like a 40 year old Spider-Man and I don't actually know how old Tobey Maguire is yeah um, he's at least I'll, I'll look it up for you I don't know alright you, you, you get on that um, yeah Electro is too cool I've said that uh, the spider sense scene I really liked Yeah. where he knows something is wrong but, but he's looking around that. and nothing's uh, of uh, you know nothing's obviously wrong so he's trying to figure it out and yeah I thought that was really cool mm. um, he's I'm, 46 by the way okay well there you have it yeah, Tobias don't, I don't, Vincent Maguire and you know well then uh, 17 years ago when he was you know 30 and he was a 30 year old playing mm. 20 year old Peter Parker I thought he looked too old but now if you tell me if you were to now say he's like 30 year old Peter Parker mm, I would have like, believed that because I don't think he looked 46 and that's because we haven't come to terms with the fact that we're going to be 30 in 7 years <laughs> 7 maybe years you're right. maybe you're right uh, I have written here the goblin costume transformation is excellent class. he starts off in the you know I, w- I, I, I love Sam Raimi and I, uh, firstly what I would say is the goofiness of the Sam Raimi films and the, and the humour and stuff is what has made them survive so long and it's why people are still talking about them mm. now and it's why people love the Tobin Maguire Simon. but that goblin costume is not great so the fact that they I mean arguably it fit I mean it totally fits the world <laughs> the yeah. world that Sam Raimi crafted but it's so strange that the translation of the spider suit the Spider-Man suit from comics to live action was fantastic Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love that suit. I know a lot of people love that suit, but then they couldn't do something with the goblin suit. They just had to do a you know, whatever they did. But yes, but now in this film, they slowly turn it into a comic book Green Goblin suit, and by the yeah. end, it is just what him in a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. The, the green it's armor beautiful. and the purple hoodie, and he's got like tactical belt or whatever. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Where were they? Four did not appear in this motion picture. Neither I did Ghost Rider, neither did Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil did. Yeah, why, why wasn't Nicolas Cage in this film? Do you know? Speaking of which, <laughs> the... you know that trailer for that film where Nicolas Cage <laughs> plays himself? Self, yeah, fantastic. I just felt really bad for Arbed because he must <laughs> be going insane somewhere trying to answer that question. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, good or bad? I thought maybe you were you were saying that actor, Danny, um, what's his name, Danny something. Uh, maybe he's going mad because he wanted to play Nicholas Cage in a Nicholas Cage film. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, right. I can't. I can't do that. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> the bees. The bees. Um. 
<laughs> I'm glad they addressed Toby's viscerally disgusting ability to shoot webs from within his wrist. <laughs> yeah, it's always been strange. It's always been weird. I'm glad they brought it up when they were just like, "Where's your web shooters?" And he's like, "Thwip," and, then, <laughs> and they're obviously disgusted and amazed. Hmm. It's really strange, and I love how he's just like, "Wait, you guys, you guys can't do that." Uh. when they're all sharing their tragic moments when they first meet when Aunt May has just died and, mm-hmm. and they're all on the rooftop Garfield talks about the death of Gwen Stacy as his tragic moment but fails to mention also his uncle Ben died and also his parents died because <laughs> the studio wants us to forget that in two movies they crammed in like ten horrible things happening to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man yeah. which, is, which is sad but I feel like but it does explain why he's he's then the most he seems the most tortured when he's like yeah, yeah I, I don't I, I stopped pulling my punches and he's the, mm. he's the one that yeah it's him but I think it's because the Gwen Stacy one was the one that was his fault he should have caught her yeah and he couldn't but also he again he let the robber go that killed Uncle Ben yeah not not as he didn't have as direct a influence as Maguire did but I feel like I can't really remember I feel like they were in a store together and he robbed a store and he and he let him get away with it yeah so I feel yeah. you know I, th- I think he could totally feel like that was his fault as much as Maguire could feel like his Uncle Ben's death was his fault mm-hmm. I don't know but but also he had just had an uh, Maguire had just had an argument with Uncle Ben before he died yeah is Garfield the same I don't think so. I don't remember those movies. I don't, yeah. I try and block them from my memory as well. <laughs> I I almost forgot that the fucking whole first movie was the fucking lizard bloke. Yeah. I literally forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, who's that lizard? Oh, yeah. Um, I think the lizard design is bad. Yes. I think he should look like a crocodile. Because even though it's called like a, a lizard, he should be a crocodile because that's yeah. what's scary. And he's yeah. Doctor Croctor Octopus, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his name, Killer Croctopus. Croctopus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've written here with an exclamation mark. Andrew saves Gwen. No, that's wrong. Andrew saves MJ, <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he's going to cry more than she was. And that was I that was, was a very beautiful happy moment. For him. I was glad that moment. happened. It was fantastic to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely, one hundred percent agree. Probably the most heartfelt thing of the whole film, yeah. if not when MJ dies. And uh, for, I keep calling Aunt May, <laughs> Aunt May, not MJ. It's because Aunt this MJ. one is like supposed to be Pang <laughs> rather than an old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you know what? This is the most tragic out of all of Spider-Man's relatives dying. This one is tragic because she was. She could have done more with her life. She wasn't yeah. 90. For me, Andrew Garfield has just done so much more stuff that's so much yeah, better than yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, Andrew Garfield <laughs> is a good actor outside yeah. of Spider-Man. But Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. Though. Yeah, exactly. Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. Tom Holland also is that, that little whiny kid from that Tsunami movie. Anyway. <laughs> that uh, Yeah, what's, what's Andrew Garfield's new movie called? Tick tick. tick tick boom it's okay. about the guy that made Rent the musical and it looks oh, right. really interesting and I kind of want to watch it even though I have no interest in musicals whatsoever <laughs> well all I was going to say with props to oh, I feel bad for him that he's 
this movie is supposedly really good and he's been going to you know interviews and stuff trying to promote it and all he's got in is people asking him about Spider-Man mm, <laughs> so yeah so that, that sucks because that this movie be... is probably really good but. yeah I mean it looks fantastic it is on Netflix now if anyone wants to watch it well, there you go free um, plug wasn't it really strange haha <laughs> I'm <just> strange <laughs> no wasn't it really odd when that um Jewish rum merchant from Peaky Blinders was in that <laughs> bar at the end. I don't understand. Okay, so let me ask. Have and I know the answer to this. Have you by any chance watched the cinematic experience that is Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage? Absolutely not. Of course not. I would also wager you have not seen Venom 1 Let There Be Venom. No. <laughs> That's fine. What I will say now is at the end of Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage starring Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson brilliant um, well that makes me want to watch it even more <laughs> it's pretty fun it's okay a, it's, it's, I don't I don't disbelieve that it's fun but I'm I'm not looking for fun <laughs> as we learned from the nowhere home post credit scene it did also bring over Sony's Venom mm. but he didn't then run to New York to attack Spider-Man he's just got drunk in a bar for a day or whatever which is class <laughs> which is pretty great <laughs> do you know um, what the Venom films they're alright but the most fun part is the dynamic between Venom and Eddie Brock because it's yeah, just so because Tom Hardy ridiculous. is great at Tom Hardy is fighting great at himself everything, and yeah it's just fantastic legend for and example you get, you get a little taste of it in that no way home post credit scene where mm. yeah they're just like arguing and, and like <laughs> like can I eat this idiot that's telling us about a purple Sorry. alien that was in no, space you like, can't. no you can't eat him um, <laughs> and that's what the whole like second movie is and most of the first movie is it's like, can we eat people no no anyway <laughs> fair enough um, but yes yeah. more importantly a little yeah, well, a little bit of symbiote or symbiote is in the MCU now. And that annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> I bet it Did his spell work or did it not? Did he disappear <laughs> or did he not? Because if he didn't, then I've got a massive problem that the spell didn't work. What the I was only way is it gone. The only way that I could explain it is that this is the way that this venom for this universe gets introduced because he's pulled from another one and a bit falls off. Yeah. But that would indicate that there was no venom in that universe at all. It, yeah, and it would also indicate that the spell didn't fully work because yeah. why would not all of him get transferred back? Exactly. But what I would say is I think this is a situation where that is just literally just a thing for the fans and it will not happen anytime soon. Good. I don't think they're doing venom again. I don't think they want to run venom in the MCU while venom is currently running in the Sony universe, so, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, Fair enough. I think it was literally just to make the fans pop, mm. as as we say in wrestling. Um, My second thing that I was annoyed about is uh, <laughs> I love I love this. What was Jamie <laughs> pissed off about? Well, yeah, there's a long list. That's a fun game. Um, yeah, because it could be fucking anything. Um, the fucking post credit scene for this just looked like a fucking advert. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was a bit. It's just an advert. It's just an advert for One Division and Disney Plus, basically. <laughs> well, it's an advert for the upcoming. I think it is the next MCU film, Doctor mm. Strange: Multiverse of Madness. 
Though what I would say is I'm now significantly less excited for that now that I've been rid of my belief that that would be a part two to this movie. I mean, it technically is because he's going to have to fix what he's done. But, you know, Spider-Man won't be in it. None of the interesting characters from other Spider-Man universes will I be in it. I hope Tobey Maguire's in it for no reason. Just because it's a Sam Raimi film. And be- yeah. and also, because it's a Sam Raimi film, will Bruce Campbell be in it? Good question. <laughs> I'd like to know. Because as as uh, some, of some people, some Spider-Man fans may know, he was due to be Mysterio in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 4. Hmm. Well, so, they never did that. But will they do it? Are now? they going to? Are they going to now? I with a forty-year-old, forty-six-year-old Tobey Maguire. Would Would you mind? I would not. I'd, mind. I think that'd be class. I mean, I I'm, not, I I'm more inclined for that man. than fucking ninety percent of the shit that gets put out these That's days. That's what I'm saying. They Why should... is Steven Spielberg doing Westlife? What I don't understand. Yeah, that well, is West, weird. No, West Side Story. Fucking hell. I know. I knew what you meant, but yes, that is weird. <laughs> So I think I think they should put the Tom Holland Spider-Man on movies on hold for a bit now because they've just you know because there's had too many of them one. and he's annoying and he well he is annoying but even for fans I think it's like okay we've just had three in the span of what feels like a year but it's actually closer <laughs> to four years um, can we just calm down for a bit and genuinely I think if they did that it would be fine to do a Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 4 and while we're at it let Garfield complete his trilogy give us an amazing Spider-Man 3 but with a good director and story writer let Sam Raimi do it Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) do you know what maybe the spell didn't work and we get shown that in Spider-Man 4 Garfield and Maguire get put back in Maguire's universe fantastic do that. With the Fantastic Four. Well, <laughs> and Coach Rider. I just, I just love Nicholas Cage and Chris Evans get on very well in this film. <laughs> I'm just always pushing for a Ghost Rider cameo, but ju- that's just in every film ever. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Schindler's List. I was upset when he didn't pop up in It's a Wonderful Life. Take <laughs> it down from a ten to a nine. A Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's the ghost <laughs> of the fucking road. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, fantastic! What a what a movie! What an experience! I'm very mm. glad I saw it. I thought it was actually a good standalone movie in it, on its own on its own Generally. merit. To be honest, it was it was really well paced. Hit all the storytelling points. Fantastic character arcs and development. Callbacks and fan service as well, yeah, without it ruining it. Without it, yeah, it wasn't egregious. It was it was just just nice. And I think yeah I think people will love this and it's a damn shame it's come out now like five days before Christmas <laughs> you went to the cinema I went to the cinema so there were trailers yes one for Michael Morbius and one for The King's Man both films I'm quite excited for okay The King's Man does look pretty interesting and I think I would watch it I may even watch it in the cinema if I you know had the money to do so I could be bothered <laughs> um, so I'll probably wait for that one but I am keen for that something that I had no idea was in the works whatsoever because we've just had The Wrath of Man with J- Jason Statham and Guy Ritchie and oh. now we've got Operation Fort- Fortuna 
Oh, I or don't know. Fortune? I don't think I saw this. Did, you didn't get a trailer for this? No. Oh my god. Well, let me paint a picture for you. Do you know who Aubrey Plaza is? I do. She's in it. Okay. <laughs> you know Jason Statham? I do. He's in it. Fantastic. <laughs> and do you, do you know the Manchester grime artist Bugsy Malone? I do. He was in. He's the, in it. He was in the. Oh no. He, was he in the Gentleman? He did a song for the the Gentleman. Oh right. Well, he was in it. He's he's in this new Guy Ritchie film, and, and it's a Guy honestly, Ritchie film. It doesn't look terrible. <laughs> well, it that do- would make honestly, sense because d- none it, of his films are terrible, other I than mean, Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> that is not a Guy Ritchie film. That is. Do you know it's crazy? That's when a they, career mistake. When they gave him Sherlock Holmes and said, "Hey, Guy Ritchie, make a Sherlock Holmes film," and he did and really it is, well. It is a Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes film. And then they gave him Aladdin and said, "And said, look, we just want an Aladdin movie. We don't want any of your nonsense." And he just made an Aladdin movie. And isn't it sad that that's going to be probably the most successful Guy Ritchie movie? But anyway. Also, I watched Lockstock. I don't know whether I told you, but it's fucking class. It's very good. It's so good. It, ju- it I, st- I maintain that Snatch just pips it because it yeah. takes what Lockstock does and and does it. He, he has another go at it, and it, uh, it's like a good victory lap. But I think it obviously, obviously, it wouldn't exist without Lockstock. And yeah, I, and I do love both Lockstock. Hit, and that, unfortunately, was his where he peaked as a director <laughs> back in two thousand. <laughs> I think the Gentleman is good. I agree. It's okay, not as good I haven't as yet watched. I haven't yet watched The Gentleman, but I plan to. But this, I actually do want to watch. Operation yeah. Fortune... For- I don't know whether it's Fortune or Fortune. I assume it's Fortuna to make it sexy or, or whatever. But, I mean, you, you sent me the trailer for that 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 uh, that one he did with Jason Statham. Yeah. Has that, like, been and gone? I never yeah, saw... Yeah, that's, that's on Amazon Prime now. Well, that's ridiculous, because I never even heard about it getting a cinema release. Mm-hmm. Which well, is a sh- and I love Guy Ritchie. I don't know if I mentioned I love Guy Ritchie films. Yeah, fair enough. Um, let me see if I can send this to you. I'll send you the trailer. But yeah, I mean, the the Wrath of Man is out now, and it's Jason Statham doing what he does, just shooting people. And there's a vague plot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, if you want an all action film, it's fine. Um, okay. If you have um, Jason Statham nostalgia, then it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, this actually looks like an interesting like film, to be honest. Um, maybe I'm being an idiot, or maybe I'm just well, high think, on Guy Ritchie at the moment. Well, I think I, I think he does good stories. Like the action is great, and the quick cuts and you know characters is what he's known for. But mm. I think the stories are always solid because I always, as I keep going on about, it's always like five different things going on at once and then it weaves together perfectly at the end mm. for, for, for in the case of Lockstock, Snatch and The Gentleman anyway so yeah I, I think he's great at interesting narratives and stuff but yeah well anyway Operation Fortuna Rouge de Guerre which I know that guerre means war in French <laughs> but I've no idea what ruse is unless it literally means ruse as in Someone's tricking me yeah. <laughs> into war. Trick to war. <laughs> Operation Luck, Trick the War. Or Trick of War. Hey, Operation Luck, Trick of War, maybe. I don't know. Pretty good. Well. Do you reckon James Franco wasn't in 
the Spider-Man film because he's been outed by the rest of Hollywood. No, I thought it's because he said Tobey Maguire looks like a frog. <laughs> oh, did he say that? He said that back in back when they were working together on like Spider-Man <laughs> One or Two. That's very funny. Well, he's not wrong. Imagine dying fighting that Venom. Yeah, Sam Raimi's Venom. Shit, Venom. And it's not Sam Raimi's Venom because he didn't want to put Venom in the movie, but Marvel insisted on it. Really? Yeah, he he didn't. He wanted to do Vulture and Mysterio. That would have um, been sick. Yeah, and, and but they maybe said, Black Cat. No, and you're doing said, Sandman and Venom, and you, you want me to have a pile of sand and a pile of goo, <laughs> and you want me to do, to do what with it? I think it was Marvel. Or it might have been uh, Warner Brothers, but it, it was definitely. If you watch stuff behind the scenes stuff, he he says Venom is not a character I I relate to, and, and I'm, I, I I don't like it very much. I don't find it very interesting, so I didn't really want to put it in the film. But they made me. Yeah, so well, that's go. fair enough. That's I why mean, it's not great. That's why it's a shit film. Because <laughs> he didn't want to do it. That's fair enough. Yeah, I respect it. Um, old Tom Holland, the star of No Way Home. I saw him in a trailer for another movie. Oh yeah, Uncharted. That Uncharted. looks fucking dreadful. It looks bad, doesn't it? I didn't know. Firstly, I didn't know they were making an Uncharted movie. Secondly, when the trailer started... I was like, this sounds like the plot of Uncharted, but it can't be Uncharted because Tom Holland is a child. He's not Nathan Drake. He's not Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake is like... I can't. I mean, this is not a, a character I particularly care about. I'm not saying, like, oh, there's, you can't be Nathan Drake. He's so he's nothing like him. But I just mean from the little... Uh, like, my little experience of playing Uncharted, physically and... <laughs> In terms of attitude, Tom Holland is nothing like Nathan Drake. Mm. Nathan Drake is just an absolute dick. Yeah. Whereas Tom Holland is an adorable little man. He's just he's cute. Just, he's he just can't real. be Nathan Drake. It doesn't make any sense. I fully agree. And also, it looks, it looks bad. It also looks bad. Yeah. It's got uh, Mark Wahlberg in it. That's a red flag. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, that's a bad one. Lego <laughs> is the best uh, Daniel Craig James Bond movie. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I did see No Time to Die. I, this is I mean this is really old now, and this doesn't mm. have to go into this episode. But if you just want yes. to talk about it, I did really enjoy it. Yeah. Should we do a Halloween game as well? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there's a lost Halloween episode out there somewhere floating in the ether. I'll just upload it in full, unedited, one day. <laughs> yeah. In twenty years, it'll be like the. Do you know what? You know how the, the Beatles have their documentary? We'll just have that three yeah. hours of raw, dreadful <laughs> footage of me with a fucking cold or whatever. Fantastic. <sighs> Are we done with movies? I think so. In that case, do you want to move over to the world of sport? Oh, Which yes, you know we not? are both very well versed in. All sports including um, professional crochet <laughs> which we will now do a video essay on <laughs> but just before that as a palate cleanser would you like to talk about the YouTuber boxing fight no not really no that's fine well I've watched it okay. so I'm going to talk about it that's fine I haven't watched it but I have seen that 7 seconds that is oh so important <laughs> Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley 2, two? <laughs> because 
Apparently that he's we had fucking, many fights. Yeah, we lost we lost Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for those who don't know, Jake Paul was meant to fight Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury, this bloke from Love Island who is a shit boxer anyway. Well there you go. Well that's that's certainly what Jake Paul seemed to th- think. I will talk you through his uh, post match promo in a minute. Um but yeah, I'm just I didn't love this fight. I I just watched it cuz you know it's it's Jake it's meant it's popular. It's meant to get a lot of coverage. So I will just read my notes verbatim and uh, if you want to chime in feel free. Um all right. Some of Jake's tattoos are all right. <laughs> this is oh I didn't put a subhead in but this is round 1. I'll let you know when we jump to round 2. <laughs> Woodley is gonna run out of gas pretty soon. Uh, this is, this this is what the commentator said. We know Jake can bang, and then inbred power. It's <laughs> 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 are both Fuck phrases they used. Uh, Who a lot, commentated it? Do you know? I don't know. It wasn't Mauro Ronaldo because I love Mauro Ronaldo, and it wasn't him. Okay. You can look that up if you want. Uh, I wrote a lot of punches to the back of the head uh, this is the commentators at the end of round one I give it to nobody and the other one goes I agree that is outrageous <laughs> do they have any business watching a boxing fight I don't know they seemed like they just didn't know what they were talking about um, which is fine because I don't really but mm. I thought it might really annoy someone like you. Yeah, <laughs> it would have annoyed me, to be honest. <laughs> so they were just, I give they it were, to know what mute. They were just like us talking about something we don't know about, <laughs> like physics. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, round two, or maybe it's round three, I don't care. Uh, Paul gets a cut above the eye due to an accidental elbow, as the referee says. And then they show a replay after the fight, and there is no elbow to be seen. <laughs> wow. The referee was also really weird. Like he was just shouting stuff. Like when they were punching each other in the back, back of the head, they were just like, "Hey, back!" He was just going, "Hey, back of the head," but then he just wouldn't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, round four, I've written the first exciting thing happens: a mat return from Woodley because <laughs> he just Excellent. picked him up. He picked Jake Paul up and just threw him on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like, fantastic. Like the Green Goblin and Spider-Man, eh? <laughs> it, just, it wasn't a double leg takedown. I mean, he lifted him by the waist and then turned his body, so it, al- it was almost like a just like a judo throw or a slam mm. or, or, or a mat return, as you might call it. But, yeah, fantastic wrestling move <laughs> in this boxing match. <laughs> and the referee scolded him for about two seconds and then let the fight continue. So that was funny. Um... I wrote, I wonder if these commentators have ever spoken to each other before tonight. <laughs> End of round five, both aghast. Uh, round six, an amped up woman in a sequined gown in the second row is throwing better jabs than both men at this point. Excellent. Both men are dead in the sixth round, and towards the end of the sixth round, <laughs> it's quite clear that they have a verbal agreement that Woodley is meant to go down and Woodley so Woodley puts out his face but then Jake 
Shoot punches him. <laughs> he obviously is like, we've got to make this look real. So he punched him as hard as he could in the face. Woodley is, I mean, not knocked out, but he comically falls like he is knocked out. And um, yeah, just fantastic stuff. Following yeah. the fight, Paul cuts a promo on Tommy Fury, Jorge Masvidal, and Nate Diaz, calling them all what? pussies. <laughs> ha- I'm sorry, how is Nate Diaz in the same conversation as Tommy Fury? Well, well, it was because Fury backed out of the fight, as we know. Well, Nate Diaz is a fucking animal. Uh, well, eat him. I think what Jake Paul said was, again, I didn't pay too close attention, I think Masvidal <laughs> and Diaz were in the building but left. Like maybe right. they were to support one of the people on the undercard fights or something, but they okay. didn't stick around for his fight. And fair <laughs> enough. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, and so yeah, he called he called them out as well, or maybe they said something to him on Twitter. I don't know or care. <laughs> um, whatever it is, it is a shame. They immediately show the highlights of the undercard fights, which clearly features better boxing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then finally. Uh, one of the commentators said Jake Paul is good for the boxing business and um, you know as much as it might anger some boxing fans he objectively is like this yeah. is <laughs> you know it's like. creating a lot of business for the, whole for the sport of boxing KSI Joe Weller um, KSI Logan Paul shit yeah. just brought loads of eyes to boxing to be honest to the point where I used to be the noob that knew nothing in the pub when there was a fight going on and now I look like a fucking expert <laughs> compared to all the compared to all YouTube the new kids. people <laughs> they're like oh he can't do that he's he's they're, they're, it's the end of the round relax they they can go back <laughs> to the corner for a drink relax um but yeah i mean i just i i i don't hate to say it I just don't care. I literally... Yeah. Well, this is the, the thing. I didn't know there was going to be a fight between him and Tommy until very, very late after it was announced. Then I found out, and I was like, oh, sick. And then you were like, by the way, it's not on anymore. And I was like, okay. And now, <laughs> apparently, he fought Tyron Woodley without anyone noticing. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my God. It just, it's so bad, that sucker punch at the end. Just the right hook. Yeah. And you just... Oh. The reason why everyone is so like oh well you know it's a combat sport there's boxing in the UFC like you have to be able to throw punches like of course Tyrone Woodley should be able to batter him Jake Paul therefore must be amazing but when you look at Conor McGregor as an outstanding stand up fighter as he was he went into the ring with a guy that dodges punches for a living and wins on points which is basically what I mean the fight got stopped because Connor gassed in round 10 but it wasn't like he got devastatingly knocked out because the guy that he was boxing was a technical boxer who hits without being hit which is what boxing should be right or if you if you want to be a pure purist about it it's hitting without getting hit so everyone's like oh if Connor can go 10 rounds with the greatest of all time who by the way wasn't known for damaging people or knocking (laughs) people out um he was known for moving out of the way and being defensive, which wasn't very entertaining, but was extremely technically difficult and, yeah. you know, a lot of praise. And that's why, right? He won his fights that way and why he's one of the greatest. Um, but then you bring someone like Tyron Woodley in, who isn't even known for being a stand up fighter, right? Is more of a wrestler. 
um, who, <laughs> no offense, but wasn't great in the UFC. <laughs> like when you compare him to what Connor did, right? And then you put him in the ring with someone else who's you know trained only boxing and doesn't have to worry about leg kicks or yeah. like grappling or or getting put to the floor. Who's taller? Who's heavier? You know, who's watched his brother box and train? Yeah. You know, I feel like you could basically you could get any pretty athletic person with no other worries or financial commitments to just go and train for like six to eighteen months at boxing, and they probably do very very well. And that's what Jake did in the first one, right? When they drew, and then he's just they've both gassed and he's fucking whacked him and knocked him out. <laughs> Right, so it's not like Jake outboxed him. It sounds very much like they both got gassed, and Jake just fucking walloped him. I I don't think either of the two men were very technically good boxers, but just I was again. I'm not a boxing expert. I was watching their feet the whole time, and they were both like both all four feet were just flat to the ground and not moving. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think that's what you're meant to do. Um, but as I say, the ending was looked a bit weird. But I, I'm not in any way saying that that punch that Jake threw was not the hardest punch he's ever thrown because it looked fucking it looked horrible. Really, pretty big. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? Is Anthony Joshua going to win his belts back? <sighs> I, uh, Is yeah, Dillian yeah. White going to fight Tyson Fury? I don't know. You know. Yeah, neither do I. I don't know. And I hope I'm, not. I'm quite, I'm quite eager, especially now. I'm quite eagerly eager to see a good boxing match. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so I quite like to watch whatever happens next. I mean, I hate to say it, but Deontay Wilder wasn't a good boxer. <laughs> it was dangerous he, because whenever he, he good did throw his right artist. hand, everyone went, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Um, so there was an element of danger to it, but it would be nice to see like AJ Fury just from a technical standpoint. Well, to I be agree. honest, um, it would be nice to see Fury shed the weight because he doesn't need to bully, and he can just go back to like being the absolute fucking animal that he is when it comes to his movement, moving around the ring, his footwork. It's honestly the way he moves is incredible for his size. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I've said it before, but probably the greatest to ever do it. And we will see. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe since... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I assume the reason Jake Paul is calling out Tommy Fury is because he wants a fight with Big Daddy well, Fury, he which he wants, won't get, obviously. He but. wants a big name. Of course. And he wants to prove that he can box or something. So he picks the shittest boxer he can find. <laughs> <laughs> he just happens to be cousins with... Or half-brother or step-brother. I don't know. Ever, ever. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You know, if it were wrestling, you kill the you kill the little brother, and that's how you get a match with the big brother. But this Excellent. isn't wrestling. No. But also, boxing promoters and and MMA promoters sometimes use that you know star power logic to mm-hmm. put matchups together rather than you know rankings or, or what it should be based on. So, yeah, honestly, well, I don't know. That's that's what Frank Warren's too old school to let that happen with Tyson. Frank right. Warren didn't even want a third um, Deontay Wilder fight, right? Um, but th- they ended up with one. Um, 
That was yeah. a good one, wasn't it? What happened so, in the third one? The third one, he got walloped, just like the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's funny because in the build-up to the third fight, everyone was going, we've seen the first one, it was a draw. We've seen the second one, and he really bullied him. So it could go either way, and I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. He's either going to bully him again, right, or... I mean, I, I didn't see it going any other way than Tyson like going for a knockout. No, I, I agree. And it's funny because I think what I said to you, possibly on the Lost podcast episode, mm. um, was like, yeah, it must have been because of because of the dates of when the last fight was. But it was, uh, yeah, in the first one, it was a draw, but a lot of people felt like Fury should Fury have was robbed, just had yeah. the edge. Second fight. Fury won, but it seemed like a bit of a fluke because he hit him like in the ear, and the ear got cut, and that's sort mm. of why the fight was stopped, or maybe it was the eye or something. Yeah, um, and that's why the fight was stopped. It wasn't a proper knockout. Uh, third fight, he fucking knocked him out. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. Progressively, a more definitive win. <laughs> yeah. Recently, there was um, Parker Chisora, but that was a bit of a wet squib. I mean, I it, they, they're not like they're not bad boxers at all, and it was it was it was a high high level of boxing, but it wasn't Tyson Fury, it wasn't Anthony Joshua, and Parker won on points, so it did go the distance, which was all is is always entertaining. Um, but yeah, I had Parker to win, uh, so oh good, I, I was happy with that. Should we do a thanks for listening, or should we just not bother? I would say yeah, you can you can do that because I don't, I'm not that appreciative to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you to. Oh. <laughs> thank you for you listening know, to Desert Island it. Dicks. <laughs> I remember that. Remember oh. when we were funny. <laughs> remember when we used to actually be be good at this before the, the our degree and the world beat us down with a pandemic. <laughs> I think I made that joke in the last episode, didn't I? God, I'm recycling. Yeah, I'm recycling my own. Yeah, content. but aren't we all? God, we're circling the drain, and we're only fucking six episodes in, or whatever. See you next week. It's going to be a best of episode. <laughs> <laughs> we promise it won't be terrible. And it definitely won't be next week. <laughs> no. All right, bye, Happy everybody. Christmas. Happy Christmas.